five drive. Catch up. Jessica OS, oh my goodness, you are a broadcaster, a YouTuber, and the founder of Biker Girls Ghana. All round an incredible woman, and I am so excited to be chatting with you today. Welcome to Five Drive. It's a pleasure, absolute pleasure. Like I said, you have been doing the most incredible things, uh, especially as a broadcaster in Ghana. And I want to get into that. What sparked your love for media? And not only that, what kept you motivated and going all these years? Um, well, that's that's an interesting one. I always tell people that radio found me and not the other way around because I wasn't looking to be on, in the media at all but there was an opportunity sometime in the year 2000 um, they were looking for a youth presenter my big sister was on radio at the time she's like yeah you know you guys try out my little sister she's pretty amazing she talks too much <laughs> uh, <laughs> see if she would fly and um, well 22 years down the line I had a full-blown career on radio and later television Ah, uh, that is so incredible. And you broke people's hearts earlier this year when you resigned from City FM after so many years. Can you, you know, let us into more uh, a bit more uh, into that decision? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I worked with City for 17 years. It's more than a lot of people can can, can claim, you know, working in one organization for such a long time. Mm. Um, and whilst I was at City, I did the same kind of show that you are doing right now. You know, it was drive time. I was also the programs manager for both radio and television because we had City FM and City TV. But the truth is, um, when COVID happened, it was a wake-up wake call for me, right? Mm. Um, I was suddenly searching for um multiple streams of income. I mean, I had a few already, but I realized that I really needed to be able to stand on my own if things like COVID ever came our way again as um, a race, a human race, right? Um, without having to rely on a salary or a day job. So I kind of wandered onto YouTube. I mean, I, was, I looked around, I was like, okay, that's the easiest thing to do. I mean, it's pretty much the media, only difference is, now your audience is international and um, you can do so much more. You have a wider footprint, right? So um, it was a no-brainer for me at the time, but I was experimenting. Um, in eight months, I had 100,000 subscribers. Yes. Um, and in a little over a year, I was earning way more than I earned at my radio station. And so it made sense. It made business sense to focus on my then side hustle and um, go full-time with, with YouTube. I love what she's saying because I feel so many of us, especially young people, we are still so scared to move away from what we know and what we're comfortable in. And here you are proving that, listen, there is life and lots of money on the other side of your comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I mean, growth lies outside your comfort zone. And usually for people taking that, first step is always a challenge. And I understand it, you know, people get comfortable in their space. This is what we know how to do. Let's continue to do what we know how to do. But the truth is you'll never get different results if you keep doing the same thing. Um, and so for me, well, I had just gotten to that point where I wanted more. 
and more you keep giving us because in 2018 you started an incredible community called Biker Girls Ghana. I love the story, but I also understand that the circumstances that inspired you to start this were not the most ideal circumstances. So can we talk a bit more about that and what, you know, inspired you to eventually start Biker Girls Ghana? Right. So I've always been a little bit of a tomboy, like anybody who knows me personally will tell you. Um, And so biking was always something that I had admired. However, I never thought about it being for me, like, you know, I'll just admire like people riding and that kind of thing. I thought, oh, that's super cool. The the bikes look so awesome. (laughs) But I never actually pictured myself on a bike. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this was like a little dream I had buried deep in my heart somewhere. Um, And then in 2018, I lost my mom to cancer. Um, And I just realized after she passed that I had to live my life to the fullest, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because you only live once, basically. And so I decided to learn how to ride, um, finally follow that dream, that passion. um, And I jumped on a bike. And then after that, I also discovered that there were other women who were inspired because I would post like a bike picture on my Facebook or Twitter or IG and all the girls would come on and be like, oh, I wish I could ride and that kind of thing. So I inspired a whole movement of young women who also either admired what I was doing or wanted to go for it themselves. Um, So over time, I found like like like-minded women. We came together. And then we created the Biker Girls GH group. Uh, this is such an incredible story and sincerely condolences on, on the loss of your mom. And the other thing about biking in Ghana is that it isn't something that carries a very positive perception, which I'm fascinated about as a South African because, you know, biking, as you say, is such a cool thing. But I've read that in Ghana, there's perceptions that, oh, you're a bit of a vagabond. <laughs> if that is you, true. If you uh, like, is that yeah. not the case in South Africa, though? I have. I think the perception around bikers in SA has always been that there are these really cool people. Um, the only thing I know that we're not a fan of is bikers on the highway because sometimes you just never see them coming. And then, boom, suddenly they're behind you and you're like, whoa, where did you come from? <laughs> because they right, also move right. so fast. But I, I wouldn't necessarily right. say it's something that they're a community that has the most negative perceptions. And also... Um, in Ghana, you know, you also mentioned that uh, women biking in Ghana isn't, uh, you know, a thing that's looked upon positively. So facing all these perceptions, what are some challenges that you faced when you guys started uh, Biker Girls GH? Yeah. Um, let me just address what you, you, you said, like about it having like a very negative image back home in Ghana. I think... And I stand to be corrected, but this is my own personal opinion on the matter. I feel like um, because we have a lot of commercial motorcyclists who just flout, you know, traffic rules, drop off people in the middle of the streets. Some of them end up being like um, having like guys who would rob people on the street. So you'll be walking at night, someone on a bike probably snatch your handbag that kind of thing wow it gave 
you know, um, bikers very negative perception. Like when someone sees a motorcycle coming from afar, they get anxious because they don't know, okay, this is person just driving or riding past, or are they going to snatch my handbag kind of thing? So we have that um, issue that communities like mine are trying to also sort of turn around and make people see that, look, bikers are ordinary people just like you and me. Mm. Um, and if a woman like me can be on a bike, um, I could be your mother, I could be your sister. I'm not a bad person. Neither am I trying to find passengers to take from point A to point B. They're bikers like me who just like to ride for fun, right? Um, addressing your question about women in riding and the general perception, um, we've had we've had trust me the worst kind of comments like oh you should go back to the kitchen that's where you belong why are you trying to wow. be like men <laughs> yeah um we've been labeled as um homosexual wow um, i mean there's so many things very very negative perceptions that if it wasn't for the type of women that we are we would have been completely discouraged but what we have done is used that as fuel to sort of fan the flames of what we're trying to do, which is to inspire women that you can be whatever you want to be, irrespective of whether you're the only woman doing it or there are just a few of you in that profession. Um, there's nothing that should limit you just because you're a woman. Mm. That is so beautiful. And oh, I cannot believe the comments that people have said. I mean, you'd think that people have, you know, limits in terms of the negative things that they can say, but nope, it just oh, never no. stops. <laughs> no, it never stops. And and I think it's, it's, it's even more harsh when you're a woman because, you know, most women will just be calm and, 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 you know, be going for the safer kind of options because we all know riding is, is quite dangerous. I mean, mm. when you take your bike out, there's no guarantee that you're going to come back home that night. And that's a reality we face every day. Sure. But the question is, you know, do you want to continue to live your life passionately or would you be, would you let fear hold you back? Mm. And we choose, you know, the former. I, you know, and this is my favorite thing about the community you've started is not only is it a place for women to do something that they absolutely love, um, which is getting on the bike, but it's also a way that you're very slowly, one person at a time, changing perceptions. And with all the work that you've done so far, what else do you hope people learn when they think about Biker Girls GH? Yeah, I mean, for us, it's it's a movement, you know, it's it's really a movement because we realize that, um, especially in Africa, a lot of women do not have a voice. They simply don't have a voice when it comes to anything. And it's very easy for you to compare women in the major cities who are rubbing shoulders with men in corporate um, Ghana or Accra and, and, and doing well for themselves with women who are in the villages, who are living the reality of our grandparents, of our mothers, right? Mm. Um, who who can't, for instance, even leave marriages because they're so abusive and they do not have any financial or way to support themselves financially. And so they endure, right? Um, we face or we, we, we see a lot of that happening. And, and, and that's the reason why for movements like us, we absolutely need to press on because 
until every woman feels liberated there's no way like we we need to keep going basically we need to keep going we need to keep inspiring them we don't have to give up um and we like to start also with the young ladies because we feel like okay maybe the older women have already gotten into a certain um rhythm of things mm-hmm. rhythm of life right but the younger girls those in senior high schools those in universities and colleges might listen to us might be better inspired and they are the future right so if they feel like oh yes Jessica's doing this Jessica and her girls are you know owning the streets with their loud bikes <laughs> annoying bikes sometimes <laughs> you know we can do it too it's it's just really really satisfying to see that Oh man, and not only are you inspiring all these women and reminding everybody that, listen, we are literally our ancestors' wildest dreams. Uh, This community of women has also come together to do some charitable work, which is so, so incredible that you guys just keep going with how amazing you are. Can you let us in to that um, and the sort of uh, work that you guys have been doing for the community? Yeah, so... um this is what we figured out, right? Because we got a lot of attention when the group started. Like, who are these girls? They're, why are they being so um, loud and whatever, right? All over social media, people sharing our images. Because at the time, there wasn't any um, female biker group, right? Yeah. So <laughs> we thought, okay, with all this attention that we're getting, certainly there are other ways that we can be impactful beyond just hey, we have a passion, we want to ride. This is our hobby, right? Mm -hmm. So with all the attention we're getting, let's assist and help other people who are in deprived communities. So we focus a lot on like um, women, children, and just people who are in deprived communities. So we've had like um, a situation where we went to a prison that housed female prisoners and even though we did something for the male prisoners who were there at the time as well because we had more than enough and we were able to raise a lot of funding like we went into the prison engaged the women there got them um you know um goodie bags and stuff like that that could help them along we realized that a lot of them for instance didn't have access to sanitary towels and whatnot we provided like um sanitary towels for a whole year etc etc um that was one of the um initiatives that we did we also did something with um um a charity project with uh what's it called uh can't can't remember the name immediately but it, it was a home that housed street kids and orphans and kids who had been trafficked sure. somewhere in the central region of ghana we rode there spent a day with the kids we mentored them we threw a party you know, and just had so much fun with them. We walked away with a lot of the young girls saying, hey, I want to ride one day. We said, well, why not you? It's totally possible, you know. Um, we've had instances where we've had to go into hospitals where there are women in Ghana, for instance. There's something really interesting that happens in Ghana. Mm. When you go to the hospital and you're not able to pay your bills, you're literally kept as a prisoner. Whoa. They will not let you go until you settle your bill. So there are lots of people who are discharged from the hospital, but are still on the premises, cannot leave because they owe so much money. 
Oh my goodness. Now, what do we do? I mean, the social welfare system in Ghana is, is working overtime, but they the, the volumes of people that actually need help are so like it's so much that they're overwhelmed. So it takes organizations and clubs like ours to sort of really put resources together and go in there and rescue some of these women. You know, so we had something called the Freedom Project where we went into two major hospitals in the capital. And when we got there, we, 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 we sought out women who needed our help. They had given birth, but were being held because they couldn't settle the bills. And then we, we, we spoke to them, heard their stories and said, all your bills are taken care of. We take them, we walk uh. them out to wherever, you know, <laughs> they had to sort the bills out, write a check for it, free to go. And we freed so many women like that. And that was just like one of my favorite projects. Look at the work you are doing, changing Ghana one kilometer at a time, hey? <laughs> that, Absolutely. That is so incredible. Now, surely it can't stop here. Are we going to hear of a, a Biker Girls GH takes Cape to Cairo anytime soon? <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's interesting because just about a month ago, we had a major interview with um, an A-list personality we're not allowed to talk about. Um, but we have some really exciting things lined up. Um, we even had an invitation from a group in South Africa, to be honest, um, for January. Unfortunately, though, you know, the timing is a little off as we had our own plan. Okay, so our timing was a little off. Um, or the, the timing of the invitation was a little off. And so we had already made our own plans for January. But we do intend to come through to the essay at some point. So, yeah, if there are any biker communities listening to us right now, you know, search for uh, Biker Girls GH on IG and, you know, hit us up. You never know. It might be your invitation that brings us to your city. I can't wait to see you on the National Rose of South Africa. <laughs> Jessica OS, you are such a powerhouse. The work you have done through Biker Girls GH and as a broadcaster and a YouTuber is just so incredible. Ghana can see the work that you are doing and so can the rest of the continent. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today on the Africa Update. It was such a pleasure, BB. Totally appreciate it. Thanks. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's Catch Up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.za.